Think Humanities, a podcast for people who love history, philosophy, culture, literature, civic dialogue, and the arts. Think Humanities, from Kentucky Humanities, where we've been telling Kentucky stories for 45 years. Here is your host, Bill Goodman. Danielle Clore is the executive director of the Kentucky Nonprofit Network. Uh, Danielle, you've got a big day coming up. But first of all, before we get to that, let's just talk about the Nonprofit Network and the work that you do uh, all across Kentucky. And I would also say maybe contribute to what happens in the nation. Thank you, Bill. This is a great opportunity. KNN is our state association of nonprofits. There are thousands of nonprofits um, from border to border in this state contributing uh, very important work to strengthen our communities. Um, we're economic development engines, and so KNN exists to provide resources, education, and training for these organizations, as well as a unified public policy voice. And so, to that end, as you mentioned, contributing on a national level, we are engaged in national policy issues that impact nonprofits and the people they serve as well. So, we've been around 15 years and have members, uh, about, about 620 of them, all across Kentucky. So you've been doing this work uh, for 15 years, and what did you do before that 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 really prepared you for this work? Well, I um, started my nonprofit career 20-some-odd years ago and was in the development um, end of that work in fundraising, and so my most recent position, um, oddly enough, was at KET uh, prior to uh, starting this work. But uh, KNN was originally housed at the University of Kentucky. We were an outreach program there, so I went to work um, doing resources and contract work work uh, through the University of Kentucky and then we felt the need um, to leave the university for a couple reasons. One, sustainability. Um, we knew that um, as an outreach program we were vulnerable um, in light of budget cuts and I think we're seeing those um, happen now. Um, but also to be able to do this policy work effectively. We knew we needed to be out from under that umbrella to do it. So the university was incredibly supportive of that and we've been an independent 501c3 for almost six years now. So what are some of the services that you offer to nonprofits? And I must say, in full disclosure, although people hopefully will know that listen to this podcast and uh, see our website, we are a nonprofit uh, in Kentucky, uh, uh, designated as such. So what are some of the services you offer uh, Kentucky Humanities and all of these nonprofits that you mentioned uh, across the state of Kentucky? Um, Part of that association function are ways that nonprofits can save time and money. So we have a health insurance benefit. Um, we offer lots of savings on background checks for nonprofit staff and volunteers. You know, your uh, traditional association-like functions. Uh, we also have an annual convening at conference every year, which is the only statewide gathering of nonprofits in Kentucky. And then we do a lot of education on various issues. So for example, the new Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. What, is, what does that mean for nonprofits? And helping folks kind of wrap their head around um, both um, management or policy changes they need to make to comply. Um, and then we do a lot of education around social media and those kinds of things uh, to help nonprofits be most effective. Our goal is to make it um, as easy as possible so that nonprofits can focus on what they do best, and that's their mission. So, um, so those are some of the services. And again, the policy work is a little 
more difficult to wrap your head around sometimes, but um, during this last legislative session, we were successful in helping protect the state's charitable giving tax deduction, which we believe is very important in encouraging individuals to invest in the work of nonprofits, as well as an update to the laws that govern nonprofits in Kentucky. And our goal is to help folks comply with that as much as possible. And then another big event that this is the sixth event um, we've been hosting is Kentucky Gives Day, uh, which is a 24-hour online fundraising bonanza, which is a really great way to bring Kentuckians near and far, because we see Kentuckians from uh, who've moved away um, or have ties here uh, donating as well on this big day. So we'll raise as much money as possible with our partner nonprofits, including Kentucky Humanities on May 22nd. So um, this is a marathon and it's a 24 hour. And how are you suggesting that uh, nonprofits uh, get involved in this? What, what do they need to do? What do they need to know? And, and how can they learn more before that date? Well, the, the re- unfortunately, the registration deadline for the May 22nd is closed and it uh, closed in April because we've got to have enough time to get folks up to speed and get them ready. And unfortunately, we get emails every day from folks who've missed that deadline. But um, be on the lookout for that for next year for certain. But the, the focus now is we have 163 organizations from all all across Kentucky who are participating. Each of these organizations is completing a profile about their organization to encourage folks to learn more, donate, get involved. So that's the phase we're in, is everybody getting their page up and ready um, and promoting with their donors, their volunteers, their board members, their constituents and clients, hey, we're gonna be raising money on this day. And there's a little bit of competition involved in that there are some prizes to be awarded, but it really is about bringing Kentucky together on a very special day to show our charities some love, the organizations that give back to our communities in so many ways. Why do you think, and if you're asked this question, uh, what is your answer on why it's important that uh, the public, um, as well as corporations and Mm -hmm. and private individuals, uh, uh, even other um, organizations, why should they support nonprofits? Well, nonprofits give back to each of us, often in ways we don't even realize. So, um, you know, for many years, folks would ask my husband, what's your wife do? And he would really struggle um, to explain it. And even my kids. It's like asking people, what are the humanities? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It, it is difficult. But once you start asking, well, are you engaged with certain organizations, the light bulb seems to click. So each of us in our daily lives are engaged with nonprofits in ways we probably don't even realize. So, you know, I think the quality of life um, that nonprofits are bringing to our communities is really important. And sometimes those are very direct services um, that you see. And in other ways, they you don't necessarily see them. So um, it's understanding, though, that nonprofits are an economic engine. Um, nonprofits in Kentucky employ 1 in 11 people, and they are also really kind of creating the kind of communities, health, education, humanities, the arts, mm-hmm. where businesses want to locate and hire people. So um, it's, it's about healthy communities and vibrant communities. And again, it's all kinds of missions. I think that's what makes, that's the challenge of explaining the nonprofit sector, but the beauty of it as well. And many organizations could not do what they do without donor support. So yes, some organizations contract with government and they get dollars that way. Others do charge fee-for-service income, but most all nonprofits are counting on private dollars, donations from individuals, corporations, and foundations. So um, it is a really important message that we're trying to send with Kentucky 
gives day of the power of philanthropy. Um, and again, the, the beauty of this day is all of that coming together in a fun way online in 24 hours. So for these 163, uh, including Kentucky Humanities, mm-hmm. what would you suggest that they do between now and May 22nd to really gear up and get ready? Well, I think that getting your profile uh, ready online is certainly helpful because it's a really fantastic opportunity to tell your story through photos and videos and text. So that is important. The other thing in the five years that we've done this event are creating champions. Um, so the, the platform that we use is called GiveGab, and they have a great tool to create uh, fundraising champions for your organization. And we even give prizes to the organizations who do this most successfully. So what organizations are doing in this scenario is equipping their key champions, their board members, their volunteers, their staff, to set individual goals that pour into the goal for the organization. So for example, if Kentucky Humanities wants to raise $5,000 on Kentucky Gives Day, you know, each board member is setting up their uh, peer-to-peer campaign to solicit folks to help them uh, help Kentucky Humanities achieve their goals. So it's just a fun way, again, to build some competition in. But we know that email and social media are very critical to these kind of campaigns. But we also know that a strong team is really important because Kentucky Humanities can send emails and they can post to social media. But the exponential effect of that, the viral nature of email and social media, media when your board and staff and others are involved can really carry that message. And that's how we see other states, uh, donors from other states getting involved uh, and makes it really special. So coming up with that plan of how are we going to um, engage other folks in telling our story for this big day is, is where I would be spending my time right now. And you will know at the end of the 24 hours how many uh, participants um, or, or how many people donors. really donors mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and do you have a, a set goal or a number for your, I mean, out of 163, there, it ought to be a lot. It, well, and it, you know, our goal every year is to raise more than we did last year. So we have raised uh, 1.3 million over the last five years. So we hope to, of course, you know, I think last year was a little over 220,000 or so. So if we can top that, uh, it's good. We have a few more, maybe 10 to 15 more organizations than we did last year. I think what we've seen with organizations is it can be tough to kind of get your feet wet and understand how this event works and how to kind of make it your own. Um, And organizations typically do better the more times they've done it and their uh, donors become more familiar with what it is. And certainly when we started this um, six years ago, online giving was pretty new. And um, a lot of folks, we do a donor survey at the end, we would ask, is this the first donation you've ever made online? And the percentage was incredibly Mm. high. Now that's not the case. Uh, Now we're texting our donations. It's very easy to do. And so um, I think that has really changed the nature of this event, which is good. And it may become that it's not so novel anymore. I don't know. But one of the reasons KNN created this event, because there are other models. We have other folks who do longer events. Uh, You know, the Community Foundation here has a great event for 30 days. Um, but we felt like um, a 24-hour event would be a lot of fun, a lot easier for smaller nonprofits mm-hmm. to do. And really, from our board's perspective, what they love about it are rural organizations. Have the opportunity to do this where you know, folks in Lexington have, or Louisville, quite frankly, have lots of different mm-hmm. online giving opportunities. That is not true um, in some of our more rural communities. So we're really tickled um, that we're able to give them this shot to kind of dip their toe into the online fundraising waters. Daniel Clore, Executive Director of the Kentucky Nonprofit Network, uh, talking about uh, Kentucky uh, Giving Day is the correct title on May 22nd. 
We hope uh, all of you will participate and uh, support all nonprofits across the state of Kentucky. Danielle, thanks so much. Thank you. Think Humanities is a podcast from Kentucky Humanities and is a production of the University of Kentucky College of Arts and Sciences. This podcast was created at the Media Depot. Think Humanities is available at kyhumanities.org, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Thank you.